Welcome to Zikri Daf Simanim. I'm Rabbi Ram Gold. I am today with Baba Kama Daf Samach Zayin, the seventh parak Maruba. So the three daps are going to focus on number one. On the previous daf, Rabbi Yosef taught that a thief acquires a stolen item through Shinua Hashem, a change in name. This is challenged from our Mishnah teaching that one who steals a crossbeam and builds it into a ceiling, thereby changing its name from crossbeam to ceiling, does not need to return the crossbeam because of the Tekanus of shoving, implying that otherwise the thief would not acquire the beam, although its name changed. Rabbi Yosef answers that it's still called a crossbeam even when built into a ceiling. Rabbi Zeri answers that a shinua, a change that reverts to its original state, such as a beam which can be dismantled, is not considered a change regarding shinua shame. Rabbi Yosef is then challenged from a mission teaching that if a block of wood was first fixed into the ground and then hollowed into a pipe, thereby changing its name, the water flowing through does not invalidate a mikveh as drawn water, meaning transported through a vessel, because it's considered part of the ground. But if a change in name is significant, it should invalidate the mikvah. The Gemara answers, The law disqualifying water through drawing is different because it's only the Rabbanan and allows for leniencies. Point number two, from where do we know that Yeush does not cause the thief to acquire the stolen item? The Pasuk says regarding Karbanas, and you bring what's stolen, the lame and the sick, implying a comparison between a stolen and a lame animal. Just as the lame one has no remedy because its blemish renders it permanently unfit, so too a stolen animal has no remedy and is invalid as a carbon whether before or after Yehush. This proves the thief does not acquire the animal for use as a carbon through Yehush. Rubber quotes another source. The Pasuk says carbono, his carbon, which teaches that only his carbon is valid, and not a stolen one. Since before Yeish, this is obvious because he could not even be Magdish the animal, the case must be after Yeish, yet the carbon is still invalid, proving he does not acquire it for use as a carbon. The Gemara wonders that Rav himself deflected this proof on Dav Samach Vav saying that the case can be the Gazel carbon de Chavre, where he stole his fellow's carbon. It answers either that Rav retracted or that one of these statements was actually made by Rav Papa. And point with you, the Mishnah Daf Samach Beis Amabes taught, One who steals from a thief does not pay kefal because he didn't steal it from the owner's possession. Rav says this is only before Yeish, but after Yeish, the first thief has acquired it, and the second thief would pay kefal since he stole it from its new owner. Rav Shesh has challenged him from a bryson, which would be keep explaining the reason one pays all the hay for selling or shechting a stolen animal, because he became rooted in sin. Rashi explains that by selling or shechting the animal, he's acquired the animal which will now never be returned to its owner. The more assumes this means that the sin has become irreversible and therefore must be where he sold it after Yeush, so the Yeush and change of the buyer's domain jointly affect the acquisition. If the thief would acquire it with Yehush alone, he could not be liable for Dalvahay, since he's selling or shechting that which is already his. The Gemara answers that the Bryce's case may be before Yehush and can be interpreted, because he repeated his sin, although no acquisition was effective. So once again, the three points are number one. On the previous daf, Rav Yosef taught that a thief acquires a stolen item through Shinuei Hashem, a change in name. This is challenged from our Mishnah teaching that one who steals a crossbeam and builds it into a ceiling, thereby changing its name from crossbeam to ceiling, does not need to return the crossbeam because of the Tekanus shoving, implying that otherwise the thief would not acquire the beam, although its name changed. Rav Yosef answers that it's still called a crossbeam even when built into a ceiling. Rav Yosef answers that a shinua, a change that reverts to its original state, such as a beam which can be dismantled, is not considered a change regarding shinua shame. Rabbi Yosef is then challenged from a mission teaching that if a block of wood was first fixed into the ground and then hollowed into a pipe, thereby changing its name, the water flowing through does not invalidate a mikveh as drawn water, meaning transported through a vessel, because it's considered part of the ground. 
But if a change in name is significant, it should invalidate the mikvah. The Gemara answers, The law disqualifying water through drawing is different because it's only the Rabbanan and allows for leniencies. Point number two, from where we know that Yeush does not cause the thief to acquire the stolen item. The Pasuk says regarding Karbanas, and you bring what's stolen, the lame and the sick, implying a comparison between a stolen and a lame animal. Just as the lame one has no remedy because its blemish renders it permanently unfit, so too a stolen animal has no remedy and is invalid as a carbon whether before or after Yeush. This proves the thief does not acquire the animal for use as a carbon through Yeush. Rava quotes another source. The Pasuk says carbono, his carbon, which teaches that only his carbon is valid, and not a stolen one. Since before Yeish, this is obvious because he could not even be Magdish the animal, the case must be after Yeish, yet the carbon is still invalid, proving he does not acquire it for use as a carbon. The Gemara wonders that Rav himself deflected this proof on Dav Samach Vavalambe, saying that the case can be the Gazel carbon de Chavre, where he stole his fellow's carbon. It answers either that Rav retracted or that one of these statements was actually made by Rav Papa. And pointing with you, the Mishnah Daf Samach Beis Amabeis taught, One who steals from a thief does not pay kefal because he didn't steal it from the owner's possession. Rav says this is only before Yeish, but after Yeish, the first thief has acquired it, and the second thief would pay kefal since he stole it from its new owner. Rav Shesh has challenged him from a bryson, which Rabbi Kiva explained the reason one pays all the hay for selling or shechting a stolen animal, because he became rooted in sin. Rashi explains that by selling or shechting the animal, he's acquired the animal which will now never be returned to its owner. The more assumes this means that the sin has become irreversible and therefore must be where he sold it after Yeush, so the Yeush and change of the buyer's domain jointly affect the acquisition. If the thief would acquire it with Yehush alone, he could not be liable for Dal since he's selling or shechting that which is already his. The Gemara answers that the Bryce's case may be before Yehush and can be interpreted because he repeated his sin, although no acquisition was effective. Alright, so now we go to our Simran Daf Samach Zayin, and this one was suggested to us by Richard Berry from Passaic, New Jersey, and by Sean Fried from Woodmere, New York. They both suggested that Samach Zayin is a sizzling barbecue. A sizzling barbecue. So here goes. The thief standing by his barbecue, which was under the stolen crossbeam, he built into his patio ceiling, planning to shecht and cook the lame and stolen sheep that were invalid for Carbonus, since the age is not Kona, got caught by police for stealing the barbecue from another thief, and was told he would have to pay Kefal since he stole it after Yeush of the original owner. Once again, slow motion. The thief standing by his barbecue, barbecue, that must be warned off, Samachzain, sizzling barbecue. The thief standing by his barbecue, which was under the stone crossbeam, he built into his patio ceiling, which reminds us, on the previous stuff, Rabbi Yosef taught that a thief acquires a stone item through Shinu Hashem, a change in name. Now this is challenged from a mission teaching that one who steals a crossbeam and builds it into a ceiling, thereby changing its name from crossbeam to ceiling, does not need to return the crossbeam because of Tekanus Hashavim, implying that otherwise the thief would not acquire the beam, although its name changed. Rabbi Yosef answers that it's still called a crossbeam even when built into a ceiling. Rabbi Zera answers that a change that reverts to its original state, such as a beam which can be dismantled, is not considered a change regarding Shinu shame. So the thief standing by his barbecue, which was under the stolen crossbeam, he built into his patio ceiling, planning to shecht and cook the lame and stolen sheep that were endowed for Kabanus, since Yeush is not Kona, which reminds us, Ua said, From where do we know that Yeush does not cause the thief to acquire the stolen item? 
The Pasik says regarding Karbanas, the Havesim Gazu and you bring what is stolen, the lame and the sick, implying a comparison between a stolen and lame animal. Just as the lame one has no remedy because its blemish renders it permanently unfit, so too, a stolen animal has no remedy and is invalid as a carbon, whether before or after Yeush. This proves the thief does not acquire the animal for use as a carbon through Yeush. Rava quotes another source. So that thief standing by his barbecue, which was under the stolen crossbeam, he built into his patio ceiling, planning to shecht and cook the lame and stolen sheep that were invalid for Kabanas, since Yeush is not Kona, got caught by police for stealing the barbecue from another thief, and was told he would have to pay Kefal since he stole it after Yeush of the original owner. Which reminds me the Mishan Daf Samach Beis Amabes taught, One who steals from a thief does not pay Kefal because he did not steal it from the owner's possession. Rav says this is only before Yeush, but after Yeush, Rishon, the first thief has acquired it, and the second thief would pay Kefal since he stole it from its new owner. So once again, the thief standing by his barbecue, which was under the stolen crossbeam, he built into his patio ceiling, planning to shecht and cook the lame and stolen sheep that were endowed for Kabanas, since Yeush is not Kona, got caught by police for stealing the barbecue from another thief, and was told he would have to pay Kefal since he stole it after Yeush of the original owner. All right, so now it's time for four blah blah chazara. Daf samach gimel. So the simmer daf samach gimel is a segue. So here goes the thief on his cold daver pesha segue segue. That must be more on daf samach gimel. The thief on his cold daver pesha segue zipping past all the items one pays kefal for, which reminds us the gemara asks for the source of the mishnah's ruling that kefal is paid for any stolen item. A price derives from a claw prat claw to include most items, but the Gemara said it should not include birds, or at least non-kosher birds, which should not convey any tumah, in contrast to the examples of the Pasuk. Therefore, the Gemara concludes, kol rebuyehu. The word any in the Pasuk of Akodav Pesha is an inclusionary term, which teaches to include all items, even inanimate ones, in the law of Kefal. So the thief on his Koldav Pesha segue, zipping past all the items one pays Kefal for, who was stopped by a Shomar who asked if he should falsely claim that an item he was guarding was lost or stolen from him, which reminds us, a mission is quoted about one who confronts a Shomer Chinam, asking for his item, and the Shomer says, Avad, it was lost, and the owner then demanded he swear to his claim, and the Shomer said, Amen. If Adim testified that the Shomer lied, and he himself ate it, he pays only the principal of the item. However, if the Shomer said, Nignav, it was stolen from me, and agreed to swear to that effect, and then Adim testified that he stole it himself, Mishalim Tashumi Kefal, he must pay the double payment, and this is the rule of Atolim Tainuskanov, pays Kefal. So the thief on his cold of Pesha segue, zipping past all the items one pays Kefal for, who was stopped by a Shomer Chinam who asked if he should falsely claim that an item he was guarding was lost or stolen from him, responded that if he took a shvu after being Atolim Tainuskanov, he would have to pay Kefal, which reminds us, a Bryson derives that the case where a Shomer pays Kefal when he is told in Ganav is only where the Shomer swore like his claim. The Pasuk says, And the homeowner, meaning the Shomer, shall approach the court. This means, to take an oath. So the Simmer Dav Samachdal relates to Sod, secret, and we use a secret agent. So here goes. The secret agent, secret agent, that must be more on Dav Samachdalad, Sod. The secret agent who discovered the source that a thief pays Kefal in the Pasuk, which reminds us, the more brings an alternate source for Kefal on all items, if being found, it will be found. 
So the secret agent who discovered the source said a thief pays cave on the Pasik, and was then thrown off when he saw someone else who was Modabakanas use the same Pasik to exempt himself, even when Adim came after, which reminds us, the more asked, according to the Tana, that one of the Psukim of Shomer teaches a gun of Zlaz of Kefal, what is the Pasik of explicitly discussing a thief coming to teach? It answers that Rabbi Bahari Darshan is to teach Rabbi's ruling. One who admits to liability for a fine, and then Adim came and testified as much, he's putter from the Knas. The Pasak Imhimatse Timatse teaches Imhimatse Ba'edim, if it is found through Adim, Timatse Badayanim, then it'll be found by judges that he must pay the Knas. Pratlamarshi at Satsmop, this excludes one who incriminates himself. So the secret agent who discovered the source, that a thief pays kaif on the Pazik, and was then thrown off when he saw someone else who was Modabakanas use the same Pazik to exempt himself even when Adim came after, was surprised when a thief got caught and paid kaifal even though he didn't take. A Shavuah, which reminds us, let's say that a thief himself only pays kaifal if he swore a Shavuah, denying his theft. According to the time that a thief's kaifal is taught in the Psukim of Shomer. In a bright Rabbi Yaakov answers that the Torah says, Shnaimi Shalem, he shall pay twofold, meaning Shalom Shvua, even without an oath. Daf Samachay, so the similar Daf Samachay is Seh, sheep. So here goes. The sheep thief, sheep, that must be more on Daf Samachay, Seh. The sheep thief who got upset when he was told in Basin that he pays the Karen according to the original value, but Kefal according to his value, when appearing in court, which reminds us, Rob said, Karen Kein Shogonov, a thief pays the principal according to his value when he stole it. Tashumi Kefal, Tashumi Arba Chamisha, Kashasamadabadin, and he pays Kefal and Talabahay according to its value at the time of appearance in court. The extra words in the Pasek, Geneva and Chaim, teach, Achila Karen Kein Shogonov, revive the principal of the stolen item as it was when he stole it. Tosos explains that this implies that only the principal is paid according to the theft, but the additional payments follow its later value. So the sheep thief who got upset when he was told in Basin that he pays the Karen according to the original value, but Kefal according to its value, when appearing in court and broke a one's keg of wine he stole requiring him to pay its current value of four zuz, which reminds us, Rabba said that if someone stole a keg of wine which was worth one and worth four zuz when it was destroyed, Tabra Oshasia, if he broke the keg, or drank the wine, actively destroying it. Mishalom Dalit, he pays for Zuz, its current value. But if it broke by itself, he pays only one Zuz, its original value. Rashi explains that this act of destruction constitutes a new act of theft and obligates him according to its new value. Shechting or selling a stolen item is likewise actively destroying it, so Rabbah would hold he pays the principal according to its current higher value. Daf Samachvav. So the similar for Daf Samachvav relates to sewing, and we use a tailor. So here goes. The tailor, tailor, that must be more on Daf Samachvav, sewing. The tailor who stole some wool quickly made into a garment to acquire it, which reminds us, Rabbi said, Shinwi Kona Xiva Patanina, that a physical change to a stolen item causes a thief to acquire it is written in the Torah and taught in the Mishnah. The Pasik says, and he shall return the stolen article that he stole. The last phrase teaches, if the item is still as it was when he stole it, he shall return it. But if not, meaning the thief changed it, he only needs to pay money. Two Mishnahis are quoted as sources. So the tailor who stole some wool quickly made it into a garment to acquire it when he saw the victim give up hope of retrieving it but wasn't sure if Yehush Kona or not. Which reminds us, Rabbi said Yehush Amri Rabbanu the Nikna. Yehush, the rabbi say, causes a thief to acquire it. However, he wasn't sure if this law was the Raisa or the Rabbanan. 
Rabbi Yosef said, Yehush Enokona, despair does not cause the thief to acquire it at all. Afiyomid Rabban, even rabbinically, he must return the stolen item. So the tailor who stole some wool quickly made it into a garment to acquire it. When he saw the victim give up hope of retrieving it, but wasn't sure if Yehush Kona or not. Unaware that the unprocessed hides he stole and uses a mat in his shop had become tummy from his sherets because of Shinui shame, which is like Shinui Maisa, which reminds us, Rav Yosef was challenged from a Mishmud states regarding unprocessed hides, Shalganav regarding hides stolen secretly by a thief, Machshav Matamasan, thought renders them susceptible to Tuba because the owner despaired of retrieving them. The thief owns them and his decision to use them as kaling, meaning mats, without further processing them makes them susceptible to Tuma. Rav said this challenge went unanswered for 22 years until Rav Yosef became the head of the yeshiva upon Rav's passing and answered Shinu Hashem Kishinui Maisadami. A change of name is like a physical change, just as a physical change affects acquisition because it was originally wood and is now a keli, for example, regarding a change in name also. It was originally called a hide and now it's called a tray, for example. All right, so now it's time to conclude our pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one. Which did they learn why a cross being built into a ceiling is not considered a case of Shinui shame? That's on Duff. Samach Zayin. Good number two. Which did they learn if one stole lamb and it became a ram in his possession and then he sold or shechted it? He does not pay Dolad Vehei. That's on Duff. Samach Good number three. Which did they learn the Rav says that a of that steals from a of does pay Kefal if it was stolen after the owner had Yehush? That's on Duff. Good number four. Which of them in the coming hold that if someone lit a fire in another person's property, they're hive on tools that are usually placed in a grain pile, but not for a purse? That's on Duff. Good number five. Which stuff do we learn if someone receives permission to pile grain in his fellow's field and hides the items there? Rehuda agrees the owner would be exempt if fire damaged those items. That's on Duff. Good number six. Which of the when a thief pays the principal coin to its value when he stole it, and kefal and dalad and hay kishas hamada bedin? That's on daf. Good number seven. Which of them that shinui kona physical change to a stolen item causes the thief to acquire it? That's on daf. Good number eight. Which of the one that some darshan the pasuk imimatzeti matzeti teach that a motive kanas is patr even where adim come after? That's on daf. Good number nine. Which of the one that Shinui Shem Kachinui Maisa, and therefore a thief acquires unprocessed hides that he uses as a mat, which then can become Tame, that's on Duff? Good at number ten. Which of the one sources that Yesh is not Kona regarding Karbanas, that's on Duff? Excellent. That comes today's year. This is Rabbi Ramkotar from Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.